I have a question. And what is that? How do you feel that we gave in to TikTok? Um, I think it, we, uh, we did the best thing for ourselves there, honestly. <laughs> you know, uh, regardless of how you want to look at it, whether or not the Chinese government's going to be spying on us or not, I think it's still <laughs> in our benefit, dude. So, yes, sir. Yeah, we're on TikTok now, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes, we are finally. Two- Two B's in the pod, T-W-O-B-S-I-N-N-A-P-O-D. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, welcome back to another episode, guys. Episode nueve. Is that how you say nine in Portuguese? No, that's in Spanish. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's just hitting me with random stuff at this point. This guy went to Brazil, and now he came back, and he's like, knows every language in the book, basically. Yes, sir. You yes, know? sir. I, I learned everything speaking Portuguese. Dude, that was a, you were gone for a while. We still managed to keep it going, though. Yeah, we did like, what, three episodes? I think three episodes over the... Uh, I think we did three episodes out there. We only missed one week because fucking Air Canada. I think I think they listened to our podcast, uh, one of the episodes, because uh, on the first episode that I got there that we did, I commented about how the food was shit. Yeah. And uh, they it went, it went from... It went from shit to mid this time the food yeah oh because like on the <laughs> what did you have on the way back because on you the way like back some... it was like some it was actually rice and like chicken but the chicken was like real chicken okay it was like real chicken seasoned real. i don't know about seasoned but it it, it had some, it, it had some taste so i don't know if that's like the brazilian chefs for of air canada or if that's just air canada listening to us i'd like to think that they're listening to us so yeah whatever you never know <laughs> They were listening to us, dude. That would be insane. Yeah, I know if you're we're listening. Fix up your your baggage uh, stuff. So yeah, precisely. <laughs> and also, Belgium is still out there. Yeah, we're still so. wondering what the fuck is going on with Belgium. <laughs> no one's came forward yet. We're never gonna figure that one out. No, we really aren't. I think it's gonna be the two B's mystery for the foreseeable future. Yes, I think yes, that's kind of something we just gotta deal with. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we were talking about on the last episode. Yeah. Bruno was talking about some uh, nine-inch dick. Oh, what the fuck? My bad, nine-inch nails. <laughs> and um, I said I was going to listen to that album. We'll get into some of that music stuff later. I mentioned that uh, we're going to get this dude to play some Doomer Boomer games. Oh, yeah. We got him over yesterday. And yes, uh, he was playing some of the OG Doom games. Weird as fuck. Weird as fuck? All of them are weird so, as fuck. Okay, so I gotta, why do you say weird? I get, yeah, we'll get just straight, Let's get straight into it. Let's get... let's. Yeah, because the guns in the middle, every like it, it's old, so it's just like I'm used to the newer stuff. Yeah, I'm used to realistically speaking, pro, like I played the PS one, but I'm used to the PS two stuff. It's like you're already in the gaming universe. All of that shit's yeah. already like you know you can see three sixty, you can see up and down, everything's three D. Yeah, because I feel like PS two was smoother, cleaner. Well, there was that, and then there was the fact that a lot of the games by the time that the PS two was around were. Like you were saying, they're fully modeled 3D games. You can go around and all these sorts of different planes, I guess you could say. You go upstairs, you can go through elevators, you can jump from place to place. That was, that was, what was the weirdest part of Doom for you? Bro, the weirdest part? I don't know. But what's weird is like whatever is in front of you, no matter where you are, what angle you are, the bullets are going to hit the person. Yeah. Okay. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like now today I have to like aim and like. You know, I have to like be good. Like yeah. before is like just shoot whatever's in front of you. So 
But I think that's the point of it. So. I was I got some notes here in terms of like the actual game and some of the history behind it. Mm-hmm. Some shit I thought was interesting. It plays into what you were just saying as well too. So the whole thing with how you were talking about how you can you don't have to aim up and down to shoot people. Mm-hmm. I guess it would make most sense to take it back to 1992. Yeah. So that was when Wolfenstein 3D came out. So you've probably heard of Wolfenstein. Yeah, I've seen it. I've never played it. So you know what it is? No. So, it looks like a zombie game. It's basically you're fighting Nazis. Okay. Yeah. So, it's the third Wolfenstein game. The other two, I believe, were like side scroller games. Your typical eight bit, early nineties, late eighties. No, no, no. I it was I I don't know entirely if it was a shooter, but it was it was like a platforming kind of thing, mm-hmm. I believe. And so, Wolfenstein 3D is the third one. You also asked me one thing too during the, when you were playing Doom. Who did the music? Yeah. His name is Bobby Prince. He did the music for Wolfenstein as well. Okay. And then he did the music for the first two Doom games. Basically what happened so it was Wolfenstein 3D came out and that was one of the first first person shooter games that actually had like I guess you could say a 3D world and I'm putting air quotes because it's kind of 3D. So what they ended up doing is there was two really big guys that were part of id Software which is they're responsible for the Doom games and Quake Wolfenstein just a small development. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck. I got gas, dude. <laughs> Rip into the mic. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. It was yeah. a bad one. That wasn't even a good one. Nasty. <laughs> I'll get a better one later. <laughs> Just wait till I start farting on the mic, dude. Okay. Okay. But anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, it was like a really small dev team back then. It was pretty much just like I was saying to Bruno. It's kind of cool when you think about it because it was a group of like teenage guys that knew game development and computer stuff and they just ended up revolutionizing the game industry pretty much so john carmack is his name he actually ended up developing the engine for the game so how it worked was the reason these games were able to run as smooth as they could back in these days with the limitations was because the engine that he created would basically have so you have your room Mm -hmm. and then i guess if you're looking for forward in real life you kind of have like a cone of vision yeah what i'm saying the games worked by only rendering what was in that cone of vision so like whatever's in front of you yes Mm -hmm. everything else behind you isn't really like i don't know if it was existent or what the fuck was going on Mm -hmm. but so that's what it did and that was kind of the first step in this whole 3d first person shooter kind of thing doom then came forward and progressed that but everything was still on a 2d plane but the way that they made the game render made it so they were able to have staircases that you could go up and down you could have elevators that you were able to go up and down doors that slid up there was actually lighting in the first doom too i found out fairly recently compared to like wolfenstein was just (laughs) static lightning everywhere you went it was just like lit Okay. Doom had proper lighting, like what you saw mm-hmm. in the corridors. There's like flickering lights. There's like fireballs and shit. Some areas are darker. Yeah. Um. So they kept developing this engine, and they kind of were responsible, I guess, for just continuing making that thing move forward. Because then Doom mm-hmm. made further advancements on the whole 3D first-person shooter, but then they moved on to Quake afterwards, which was like a properly 3D modeled world where you can actually go around. You can jump. You Quake, can. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You could go around, you could jump, you look side to side, you look up and down. There's there's multiple layers to it. It was like an actual proper 3D thing. And the reason they kind of had to do that was because Doom was... It was ahead of its time when it first came out, but people just... Even you look at games nowadays, they mm-hmm. just start getting copied. 
So it would have been a a thing eventually at some point that they would have been just trying to keep up with their own competition that are doing the exact same thing as them, or they probably would have got beat at a certain point. So then they went on to make Quake, but... I think Quake is better, but Doom is a better game. Like, of the old ones, I think Quake is better. Like, in terms of, like, a game? Yeah. Okay. But, like, I feel like if they were to make a Quake game today, Mm -hmm. the Doom game would probably be better. I think the Doom universe has a lot more potential in terms of just the whole year... I guess for people that don't know, Doom is basically you're on Mars for the most part. Elon Musk took you there. Yeah, exactly. If we want to look at it that way, you work for the UAC, you play as Doom guy, you get the fucking, SpaceX opens up a hell portal. You know, Elon Musk, (laughs) this is the whole plot. You know, it's foreshadowing (laughs) to the future. So Elon Musk takes you to Mars and you're Doom guy. Elon Musk then launches the SpaceX rocket and it opens up a hell portal. And you are tasked with killing all the demons. And that's basically Doom, to be completely honest with you. That's like, you just go around shooting shit. Um, Pretty much. Real quick, though, dude. Yeah. So we were talking about Wolfenstein 3D. Guess how big that game was when it first came out. So like, what? Like how much it sold? No, 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 no. So like, for example, Forza Horizon 5, we've been playing a lot of recently. How many, how big is that game? Like in terms of gigabytes, it's like 127 gigs. Yeah. Guess how big Wolfenstein 3D was? 3D? Like one gig. 1.23 megabytes. God dang. Yes, sir. And then. That's a big difference too. Guess what Doom 1 was? That one you said, I think it was like 500 megabytes, right? No, no, no. Doom, Doom 1 is actually only 2.39 megabytes. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was thinking completely wrong. So then Doom 2 continued that evolution. They went to 14 megabytes with that one. Even though it's the same game, it just got bigger. Yeah. And then you see the jump into like proper 3D rendering games. And Doom 3 was a 1.5 gigabyte game, which was for the original Xbox. But it keeps going up. So to run the original one. Probably a big difference from one megabyte game to a a whole gigabyte game. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, because that's where you go around with you only had... 2d rendered sprites which are basically what you saw when i was turning around 360 you just keep seeing a different picture of this guy rotating around no you could run doom on anything motherfucker mm-hmm. you could run doom on a smart fridge you want to run on those calculators you too. run on a ti-84 calculator texas instruments guess what else you could run it on you can run it run it in itself i mean yeah you can do that well, if that's you want it's a mod but like yeah that um sense. pregnancy test what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm gonna have a kid, and then I'm, I'll put the system in it, and I'll, and then I'll, I'll be like, "You're having Doom Guy." Oh type my of god! Shit, you know, like yeah. your girl takes a pregnancy test. It'll and- be positive, and I'll be like, "Holy shit! Look, you're having Doom Guy." Like, <laughs> you're literally about to save the world from the Antichrist Facts. when that child is born. Um, but basically, that was because the game only needed four megabytes of RAM to run. Damn, that shit has fucking RAM inside of it? No, no, no. The game didn't have RAM. So, like, your computer, the system requirements of yeah, your computer Yeah, but a, a pregnancy there. test. I don't know how the fuck they do that, honestly. I just, I literally saw a video the of somebody running putting RAM inside a pregnancy I test? I don't know. <laughs> and, like, that's... Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I, maybe I gotta do some more research on that. I saw a video That'd of somebody... Somebody had it on. The people got it on printers. You're how probably, would you even play it? How do you shoot? Anything with a button, bro. Fair. You gotta think. Oh, you can only look side to side and run around and. Pew, pew. But is there like four buttons? I swear, there's like, like one or two buttons on a pregnancy test. Never had to use it, so. 
Yeah, touche, bro. Maybe somebody went crazy and they put like tilt controls on that bitch. <laughs> you know? made a scuff controller with of a pregnancy test. If you pee on it, that's mm-hmm. how you shoot. Ew. Ew. That's like the main <laughs> function of a pregnancy <laughs> test. But yeah, yeah. So you only needed four megabytes of RAM to run it. And like an Xbox Series X has 16 gigabytes of RAM. So like nowadays. Gigabytes, right? Yeah. 360? No, no, no. Series X. Oh, has 16 gigabytes of ram so that's like roughly four thousand times the memory when you think and that's just like that was system requirements versus just like the the standard Mm -hmm. nowadays so shit's just continuously getting more more crazy oh yeah um my brother those systems before like even back to ps3 i guess because i don't know about ps2 because PS3, you would already you you had the option of downloading games if you wanted to. Yeah, like that was. A um, but yeah, the games were way smaller even then. Like oh, yeah. it, it was like, I don't know, maybe like ten gigs, and you would be playing fucking Call of Duty. Yeah, exactly. And you got to think too back on the PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty generation. That was when you could still go to the store buy a game on a disc and you just put the disc in the console and play yeah, it. That was you didn't amazing. have to install the game anymore because the reason they do that now is just because the games have gotten so fucking big so how, how but how can the cd not hold it yet it's in there for you to download it into the system that's what i'm weird curious to me. i'm curious because it's like yeah i'm wondering the same thing too but i wonder if it's just more so that having the cd almost acts as like a registration key nowadays you kind of get what i'm saying like yeah. is it almost the equivalent of going out and buying like one of those codes that remember you see them all the time at like mm-hmm. for nintendo switch especially where it's like it's the little card that you buy and, and it like just you, comes with a code to yeah. download the game i wonder if it's the same kind of thing you just end up getting the case with it today yeah no today you still get the cd because like for like yeah. ps5 and xbox series no, i know that yeah. i'm just saying like i wonder if the cd just kind of acts as like a registration oh. key it pretty extent. much does. The PS4 was like that. Was it? Yeah, like you, you had, you still had to download the game. Yeah, I remember actually. And I, that my first reaction to that was like, I, I was, I was so, I was like, what, what why? Yeah. Because I, I had just gotten it. I was like, I'm so ready to play this right now. I, <laughs> I get it. I think it came with the bro. It was a sick bundle. It came with The Last of Us, the first one, and yeah. it came with Batman's Arkham, Arkham Knight. Yeah, I think that's what it was. The last one that came out, and like amazing like it just anyways those games were amazing but um not um arkham knight was good minus all the tank stuff yeah exactly it took forever to freaking to download and i was just like why do i have to download this i was so ready to play this tonight yeah and and now i can't even touch it like what the hell but it takes time today but it it was cool though how they kind of did it because like then you get your faster loading times and yeah today all the other do. added benefits of like crazier graphics and shit like that like the yeah. gaming has just kind of been more evolving on that kind of sense because if you go back to the 90s and early 2000s there was always more of a actual evolution towards the gameplay mechanics i feel i don't and i don't story like, sorry and story or like what do you mean no not so much story but like i feel like back if you look at like i was saying to doom wolfenstein to doom to quake to naturally after quake i believe in terms of fps games and the progression of them was um either goldeneye or Mm. halo because that's when they kind of introduced the whole the two weapon system two weapon system yeah because then it actually added a new level of you have to make sure that you are using specific guns based on what kind of 
play style you want to be going with. So they, yeah. they, they continuously kept changing the formula up. Halo was also the thing that kind of made the whole dual analog stick thing. What? The way that we control modern first person games. Yeah. Halo came up with that. Oh, hey, oh, the whole move nice. with your left stick, look around with the right stick. Yeah, it's a it's a Halo thing because you think back to, I don't even remember how GoldenEye was controlled. I didn't play the OG one. I played the one on the PS3. I think there was like, one on the PS3. The remake, right? I yeah. think I know what you're talking about. Stop fucking shit. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but no, I think it is a shitty game. It was one of those games that you played when you were a kid. It's like this is sick, but if you go back and play it now, it's like no. I didn't even ass. like it when I was a kid. I was just like. <laughs> My my dad got it for me, cause well he likes 007. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got it and and he was just like here you go, cause he would come to Brazil when I used to live there, and like dude came with the PS3 one time and I had a PS2. Mm. Yeah, he popped out like a PS3 game. I was like I don't even have a PS3. Like why'd you, were you buy of this? Cheesed, eh? Yeah, and then he po- pops out the PS3 and he was just like surprised. I was like what the hell? This guy was hyped as fuck. I was like no way. <laughs> I know those feelings. You there was always a christmas or time like that as a kid where your yeah. parents will like throw you like the the soft catch at first yeah it's bro like, it what amazing. is this but golden eye was trash <laughs> but like they're remaking it again hey are they well they're remastering it like the original original one what do you mean original like the 8-bit what like 2-bit the, whatever the hell it is like the nintendo 64 one they're um, like actually and it's gonna redoing it's it. gonna come out like that i think so oh come on man if it was like the engines we have today it would have probably been better because they're probably going to add to the story because that's what they did with the ps3 one yeah they made it like way way bigger you could drive the car and all of that oh no no i remember that but then the thing is too is i feel like once you start adding all that extra stuff you kind of start to move away from the actual game itself that's where you kind of start looking at like almost something with what they're doing with that dead space game we were talking about the other day too of like Oh, yeah, that's a whole remake. Yeah, like whether or not you're remaking the game or remastering it. Because I feel remaster is more just, okay, we're going to take this game and we're going to make it play better. We're going to add a couple extra features, maybe look a little bit better in terms of upscale the textures or whatever. But it's the exact same game. Yeah, like those GTA trilogies that look like somebody... What do they even look like, dude? It looks like some fucking... It looks like a bunch of like circular characters like they they made it it was like we were talking it was like the ps2 version but they just made it look a little bit smoother however the gameplay feels almost the exact same well the gameplay and then also on top of that like i was saying to you they didn't redo any of the models i don't think they just and they run they run weird too they run like all like glitchy jumpy and everything it's weird it's like almost like they're skipping it seems to be a big issue though i feel with a lot of games that when they're coming out when they're just remastered if you're just reporting a game from an old console to a new one they just seem Mm. to always come out with a shit ton of bugs no that's just games today in general (laughs) oh yeah they're always rushed and all this (laughs) every single game dude um you want to know what another actually no you're never gonna guess this dude but so doom came out in 1993 free via mail which i was telling you free like oh no not free yeah so okay you could go online and you could download the first episode so remember oh, yeah. how that game was sorted into episodes it's about nine levels per episode mm-hmm. you could go online you get the first one for free it was called shareware people went fucking crazy you over have to this buy thing. episodes no nah. oh, okay you good. got the first one for free so now if you fucked with it mm-hmm. it's like a free trial yeah basically so if you liked it then you go on the website mm-hmm. and then you would buy the full game from them off of their website and they would ship it to you but then in 1995 it got a proper commercial release you could go to the store Mm -hmm. dude um 
Okay, so guess how many people played this game within the first two years of it coming out? Like 50,000? More? Yeah. Like, okay, I'll shoot a big one. One million then. 10 to 20 million. Damn, really? This is 1993, dude. Well, I mean, that is all they had at the time, and it was like probably something very new to them. Doom? I think it was even mentioned in Friends. One it time. was. Yeah. It was. Um, It was mentioned in Friends. I didn't know that you'd know that. Yeah, yeah it's sick. Uh... Yeah, because I watched Friends a few times already. <laughs> I don't know if that's dope or lame. No, I think it's pretty cool because it shows how big the game is. Usually you don't hear a video game being mentioned anywhere. Unless it's Especially, Big Bang Theory, but that's like a, a show of nerds. But then the difference was, too, like is you got to look plot. at the time. Big Bang Theory came out in like the 2010s when being a gamer was now at that point starting to become but, like a socially normal, yeah. acceptable thing. Back in the 90s, mm -hmm. having games brought up like that was kind of like people just very rarely played shit, I feel. You had kids that were playing it, but... Oh, yeah, because that was the new thing for kids. But, dude, Doom was installed on more computers at one point than Windows. What do you mean? So like, like it didn't have the Windows system yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Windows ninety five mm -hmm. came out, right? And yeah. yeah. So at one point, it was installed on more computers than Microsoft Windows ninety five. I believe it was because it sold about three point five million copies by nineteen ninety nine. Three point five million. Three point so five million. Ten to twenty million people played it within the first two years, but okay. then after the official release, it ended up going on and selling another three point five mil. That's fire. Um, that shit's crazy to me, though, dude. The fact that mm -hmm. it was on more computers than Windows. So then it just kept I evolving. Know. And then, so you know how we were talking, too, with how the modern games just always kind of seem to... Be bland? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's because they're kind of just doing the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, well, it's... it's. I feel like everything's been done. That's pretty... Well, I wouldn't say that, but that's pretty much the idea because, like... Okay, uh, we made a major hit, like for example, Activision with Call of Duty. Let's make more, yeah. but it only makes sense to make other ones, right? As oh, long yeah. as you make a different story for those who play the campaign, I do, because why not? That's <laughs> lame as fuck, dude. <laughs> it depends. I only play bl uh, Black Ops and or if it's a Modern Warfare story. So basically every Call of Duty game now. No, because the freaking sledgehammer ones those were those were trash Do they still make them is sledgehammer still involved in the conversation for call of duty i think they are i but i i heard kel saying i don't know if this is 100 percent. he was saying that active uh treyarch and and uh infinity ward are like together now treyarch and infinity ward are together now. Uh, that's what kel was saying so i don't are know if that's 100 percent sure because i know but if it is that's it'll it can be good but it can be a are you very thinking bad activision thing. and blizzard no 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 because no, 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 no. activision and blizzard i know we're a thing but that, they've been a thing though yeah that happened a couple years back um because i would i don't know if i would want to see a modern warfare zombies i feel like that'd be fun but i feel like it would also be weird at the same but it's time, gonna be dude. like and that's the other thing about call of duty also it's everything is warzone based yeah it's like nowadays it's like i'm playing a different game mode but it's it's like Warzone. Pick up your, your your shields. Pick up th these guns. It doesn't feel like before. I don't know. Like I I know, Warzone is its own thing and it's huge now. But it just doesn't feel like the old Call of Duty. It's like it's, a whole new thing now. They changed the gameplay loop. They've continued evolving on it. When I feel they've added a lot of stuff that was never necessary. Mm -hmm. But then it, I feel like the newest one runs really well. Like no, it, this it, one is very good. But I just don't like. 
I still don't like Warzone like that, though. That's understandable. Yeah. So you, you're more on the Battle Royale side of things. You're not super for... No, yeah, that. no, I'm not, I don't really like Battle Royale. I got bored of the Battle Royale stuff pretty quick but after, everybody's, right after Fortnite. That was a prime example, too, though, of basically saying, like, the whole... The, the industries always seem to run like that, and I find a lot of industries run like that, too, that if something really picks up and gets big, everybody naturally starts to copy it. Like I was saying with the oh, Doom yeah. situation where you started getting what people were calling Doom clones, and mm -hmm. you were just getting first-person shooter after first-person shooter. Just shoot them up, shoot them up, shoot them up. So then, like yeah. I was saying, they had to make Quake because they had to move on to the next thing. I find the newest thing with video games now is no one is really trying to make something new yeah it doesn't feel like it at least because it feels like okay everyone looked at fortnite is mm. i'm gonna use as an example because before fortnite it was the loot drops in video games oh yeah you look loot back crates. at like black ops 3 i think it was that had loot crates yeah fifa was huge for their cards oh always which is the same shit it's the same it's, fucking it's still thing. the same thing today yeah. it's a mystery box basically yeah um you spent a lot of money on that i could be wrong but i think <laughs> counter-strike kind of started that Counter-Strike started that... Wasn't it after a bit, though? Around, like, 2013, 2012 or something? I believe Counter-Strike Global it was almost like a gambling came out in 2013. I think that's when it was, and that was the game that started having all those. The gambling thing became a really big thing, too, because then people started, I guess, kind of putting the items that they were getting from these mystery crates up on these websites because they were tradable. Yeah. Um, and you can get money off of it? I don't know about real-life money, but, like... It is. It is real life. Money? I be I believe so. I could be completely wrong. That's I could be crazy. completely wrong. I do know that it works a lot of it at least through the Steam trading stuff. Oh, okay, you know yeah. what Steam is, correct? Yeah, yeah. It's like the I'm just gonna say for the viewers that might not know, it's the online platform that's mainly used for PC gaming. Mm -hmm. It's where you basically add your friends. It's it's the how would I put it for someone that's older? The hub, you know, <laughs> not the porn hub. <laughs> it's the hub. But yeah, so people were doing it through there, and I know that the trades get done in like, for example, Canadian currency because you have currency on Steam. So like, if you mm -hmm. sell, it's crazy, dude. People will get a gun in that game, and it's a fucking skin. Yeah, I know, and they'll they'll be like, oh yeah, this is worth twenty bucks. Twenty more? more? Couple grand? Oh my god, bro. <laughs> you look sorry, disgusted. That's a, sorry, bro. That's a waste of time. I'm sorry. And waste a huge waste of money. But, but like I'm not judging. So CSGO started that, I believe. I could be wrong. The gambling shit became a really big issue. But then other games started following suit. Call of Duty Black Ops 3 then had the loot drops. Like you said, FIFA's always had its cards, but I think those mm -hmm. the sports games were a big part in playing with the loot crates. So then after yeah, that... Because you want to get players, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And the issue came in with the fact that you had to spend money with the chance of getting like fuck all. Mm -hmm. you're gonna get something but you're not gonna get something good the, necessarily with ea at least it was a, you spend a hundred bucks you're gonna get like if if you're not a lucky person because before it was always luck yeah but the chances of you getting anybody actually good yeah oh my god it was like slim to none well exactly and then i know that a lot of games then at some point started offering it more premium packages quote-unquote where you can mm. pay more for a more rare pack and you it would increase yeah. your odds of getting a better player or a better item from these crates but oh i also God. feel that a lot I of that, that came from mobile gaming too mobile game why because think about all the advertisements and all the fucking there was always like oh buy this to get your upgrade for this character oh yeah like that so i think they started realizing okay people are doing this but the difference was is i went out and i paid 60 fucking dollars for this game already 
Yeah. And now you want to keep charging me 10 bucks, 10 bucks, 10 bucks, 10 bucks on top of the other 20 every other, other couple months for your DLC packages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because so, it was like almost an, a whole other game to buy. Like that was the season the sh- pass was like 50 bucks. Exactly. Yeah. And like you even go back and look at Call of Duties now, like when we went and got Black Ops 2 for sale all mm-hmm. the, they don't even drop the prices of these things so if you want to go back and like get the full version of the game you still drop like 50 60 bucks for a yeah, game today, that's like yeah. 10 20 years old sometimes oh, yeah. Almost. yeah um so i feel it was a really good thing that we moved away from the whole loot crate system because then fortnite came in and they kind of hit us with this battle pass shit which everyone then once again i think it was done it was better though in my it, opinion it is though because it is, it's but... kind of a thing of you go in and you spend 15 bucks on a game that a was free originally so it's mm-hmm. like i have no qualms against that because i don't have to buy this yeah um get a bunch of free stuff well not what you're gonna get yeah you literally look at the battle pass and you know what you're gonna get the same thing then rocket league switched to that rocket league was also on the loot crate shit so Mm -hmm. they switched to that call of duty's on a battle pass now everything pretty much everything it's the new thing so that's what i mean like the games always seem to keep following okay this game really took this but we're just gonna take it and make it our own but they Mm -hmm. literally just copy it word for word bar for bar basically oh yeah so Call of Duty did a whole different uh, battle pass system this year, but I don't. It's kind of weird. But Fortnite changed it to that whatever. too, though. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. Halo had the same one where you start leveling up, you get tokens, and then you get to go select what you want off of the page. Mm-hmm. But that's it. better though. I hate it, low key. Oh. Oh yeah, because yeah, I I guess because then it's like you're not necessarily working your way up to it anymore. You're yeah. just kind of building like credits and then like buying. It feels the weird. specific thing you wanted. It doesn't feel like I'm, yeah, like you said, I liked before, just like, okay, I want to get to level 100. I just got to keep playing. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, I'm going to build my way to it, which I get mm-hmm. is cool for some people because not everyone has no life. <laughs> and yeah. Not everyone can sit down and play Call of Duty for 15 hours in a only, day. And o- only Kel can finish a freaking battle pass in three days. Kel. Yeah. Kel, Kel we're getting you next week. Yes, sir. Nah, he was he was playing Destiny, and I think he had just gotten the battle pass, and or he got it like a while ago, didn't play, and then he got back on, and he got like a hard on for Destiny for three whole days. <laughs> Don't we all go through that though? <clears throat> yeah, it was like at least one game you're just like, yo, but this game, and then you come back, you're just like, yo, this is all I'm playing right now. But within three days, I don't know if he was like like level sixteen. On the battle pass, went to level 16 all the way to 100 within three days. Holy shit. That's a lot. But, like... He grinded, like, twenty, all 24 hours of all three days. That's the thing, too, though, is you look at games. They're designed <clears throat> to make you grind now, too. They want you staying on those things for, like, mm-hmm. hours. Yeah, I know. Hours and hours. I don't know, what, like, what the exact thing might be for them wanting to do that. Maybe it works like streams. How many people are playing? I don't know. I think a lot of it, people base things off of like concurrent player counts. I know with streaming being as big as it is as well too, mm-hmm. it's like if you can keep somebody on a game for a really long period of time through grinding, you're probably more guaranteed to keep them. You're you're more likely to get them addicted to it, I guess too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know that was a big thing with Fortnite as well. Did you hear about that whole like lawsuit that was going? Oh, like about like making kids play too much or like almost addicted play to the game? too much and then also just in terms of just like all the money that was spent on it and stuff like that mm-hmm. there was a whole like lawsuit against epic games just basically saying that they intentionally made this game 
addictive. I think at some point they were even saying that they like used scientists to try to figure out the most like yeah, whoever's saying that you I'm sorry, but you you done this. You're whacked out, dude. That makes you no spent... sense. It's like if you're addicted to playing a game, then that's a problem within you. And if there's millions doing that, then that's a problem within them. If you're spending money in a game, that was by your own will. You you chose to spend all that money. Oh, exactly. You chose it. Bro. I do get it though when it comes down to like the kids because it's like some kids will steal the credit cards and be like, yeah. Hey, uh... That happened. My ex's little brother, dude. Oh yeah. This guy. Um. Oh. He used to do it on Fortnite all the time too, but then I think mm. there was one point on he went on Amazon. Oh god! And this yeah. guy spent like five hundred dollars worth of shit just on the spot. Of what? I think he bought like a jersey, like a soccer jersey. Oh my god! He was on some Bruno stuff right there. <laughs> um, Love my jerseys, bro. But yeah, this kid got he got told to fuck off. Mm. Understandably, I don't even know what I'd do if I had a kid and they spent five hundred dollars on Amazon. That'd be crazy. Let alone on these games, because it's like, I know how it is. I know how it is. You hop on Fortnite and you see something and you're playing for like a day and you're like, I want to play as that character. Then you spend thirteen dollars on it and then you never play it again. It's yeah, like, literally. <laughs> nah, but yo, when I was uh, in Brazil, um, I told you guys what I was playing, but I was playing. Um, guitar hero like i was playing guitar hero like a lot not every day but i was playing quite a bit and like it dead ass made me think of like when i was a kid because that's all i used to play with my guitar cousins hero. which yeah. one i was playing metallica i played uh world tour no no but which did what one did you play as a kid both of those when did those come out i don't think i played either of those 2010 here i'm googling world tour i want to see the cover quick yeah um i'm pretty sure world tour came out in 2010 10 or something like that uh metallica came out 2011 okay. i remember world tour now looking yeah. at the cover and it was amazing i've pl- I played a-, a bunch of them though like guitar hero 2 all of those um three was fire three which one was three three was the one i believe it had slash on the cover slash or no oh, slash. yeah it did it did it did legends of rock right there yeah yeah i think yes, i played sir. that one too it's got slash on the cover I didn't play that one when I was there this time, but I I have played that one for sure. Is that a Kiss guy on the side? It looks yeah, like Yeah, that's it supposed might be. to be uh the bass player from Kiss. And then who's the chick? Or is that just a made up oh, character? Oh, that's just a made up character. Okay. They're technically those two are made up characters. They're just based off of But, uh, but like yeah, the the one that looks like the Kiss guy is definitely based off like okay. the Kiss dude. But Slash is Slash. Slash is Slash. Slash yeah. is Slash. Like they had on World Tour, they had Ozzy Osbourne in it. So if you played any Ozzy song, like it would be Ozzy singing. That's kind of sick. Yeah, though. it was pretty cool. And like, honestly, bro, the animation on it, it looked pretty good I think for that co- time. Not even going to lie. Did you... um? Metallica one was fire too. Metallica is it literally just Metallica songs? It, uh, it yeah, it's mainly Metallica songs. So it gets boring pretty quickly. Unless you're like a Metallica stan. Yeah, I used to I I liked it a lot back when I was a kid. But then now like I went I played more the World Tour because it had like uh, it had a bunch of everything honestly like Offspring, Stone Temple Pilots. They had Avenged Sevenfold. They had even Metallica there. Like anything you can think of, there's a bunch of it there think even uh soundgarden soundgarden yeah, yeah. that oh, would make they've always had bunch. good they always have a good selection of songs and i actually remember that mm-hmm. those i guess rhythm based games because i think rock band as well too was really big i remember yeah, playing I played rock band Be- beatles bro 
Oh yeah, it yeah. was fire. The thing was with those games is they were such a fun way to get people together and just because like yeah, it was actually. That's one thing I miss so much about games, dude, is couch co-op and shit. Mm-hmm. Because I don't feel like a lot of these or even movies, land parties. Yeah. But like sitting out, it was nothing better than just getting together with a group of your friends when you were like eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Bring getting everyone to bring their Xbox or PlayStation controllers over and you're just all chilling in the living room playing. Waiting the game. for your turn type of thing. Either that or you're playing split screen. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel the same anymore. But I think it's I don't know, maybe it's because we're so used to these games looking insane. So then when you get into a split screen, it looks like it looks like trash. Either yeah. that or the game looks too good, so they downscale the fuck out of it. Like I was playing Goat Simulator with Kel and Frankie, and it looks like <laughs> pixels running around on the screen. If really, you split screen, yeah, because like oh, it makes it all screen. blurry because the game looks half decent, but mm. then now, before it looked chop, it, it looked fine because back. the games looked like shit already. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But even when I played Black Ops, uh, Black Ops, the first one on mm. PS3. When we did split screen, it already started. That's when it started looking like trash. Yeah. Well, because there was also always the factor of, I feel like around that point, once we started getting into Black Ops and Halo for me, at least being an Xbox player, was everyone at that point had their own console. So we were all kind of privileged. You got but Halo was screen. fire. Split screen. On, the, oh. on the original Xbox. You played Halo on the original Xbox? Yeah, I played I Halo 1 on the I've first Xbox. That. And I'm like a Halo stan, dude. I've never... When did you do that? Where oh, was that? I was like in grade 1, maybe, or grade 2. Mm. Yeah. I've played Halo 1 on a computer multiple times, and then on a bunch of different Xboxes. Never the original. I don't even I think... I used to, to have one, yeah. An Xbox? Yeah, original Xbox. To be honest, yeah. I don't even think I've held an original Xbox controller. I don't remember. I was way too young. We got to do that. We got to go to a retro game store just so I could hold the oh, fucking okay. controller, dude. My sister, she she when I had the Xbox, I was playing a Spider-Man game, like the OG Spider-Man, like one Tobey Maguire game. Girl literally went over and stepped on it, and she was on like, the controller. No, on the on the console. <laughs> yeah, I was Why? like, what? I don't know. She just stepped on it. She's like, sorry. I'm like, what are you? What are you talking about? And then I look at the screen. And it just says like, oh, malfunction, this and this and this. It just stopped working. I was like, I was like, why would you do that? Why was the console on the floor, bro? Because as I was a kid, I just fucking put it wherever I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't mean you you literally step see it. it and you're going to step on it just because you want to get some air. I don't know. Like, what was the point of that? She like intentionally did it? Yeah. Yo. She, uh, I've never seen something done with such like need like <laughs> she like she, it's like she needed she to step on her it. bones yeah she's like i want to, i'm gonna do it i need this to survive and she did it i was like oh my god she needed that like she and there was no some fixing. water there was no fixing after that we, we tried fucked. yeah we tried taking it to a place to like fix it like two or three different places they pretty much said like yeah it's it's done you know what i remember about consoles though because you're talking about broken ones mm. you remember that was like a thing for a generation i think it was the xbox 360 mm-hmm. and ps3 situ- like generation what was the ps3 those consoles were shit in the bed left right and center dude maybe the them. first ps3 i don't at least because i'd never had an issue with mine but i remember the first ps3 like it was touch and everything the touch wouldn't even work sometimes for like the eject button eject and turning even on, the turning ps4 on. was getting weird I really? found like I've always you had to hold those buttons way too long. Yeah, dude. I know. It, it, or they it was weren't trash. They weren't sensitive enough. Um, mm-hmm. the 360, of course, had the red ring of death, which was happening like to everybody. Yeah, I remember there was a time it was just videos on videos of just about that. Yeah. Um, and then also I believe the PS3 was I could be wrong, but I think it had a fairly common issue with the disc reader malfunctioning. 
PS3? Yeah, like the laser on it or whatever the fuck it is that reads the actual disc. I think there... I know Jacob's, for a fact, was all messed up, and I don't know if oh, it was a common issue. I have no idea. I, I Like I said, I, I never had an issue with my PS3, which I'm so surprised. Um, PS4, I had an issue. That shit was... It didn't overheat, but it was, it was like an airplane taking off. So. Well, yeah, but then also at the same time, like, have you ever cleaned yours? Yeah. You've cleaned it? Like three or four times. Like you've opened it up yeah. and, sh- and it still sounds like a jet. Bro, within three days, it goes back to normal. I'm just like, what? Why? Yikes. And then like this one time I got like a table for my room. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to make this, the, the desktop, like, you know, everything look very clean. So I, I just wanted the monitor on top pretty much and my lights. Yeah. And then the controller and it would look, it would just look clean, right? So I put the PS4 in the in the drawer or whatever the hell the cupboard what, what anyways the compartment yeah the compartment yeah the whole and then all of a sudden i get like a notification on my ps4 on the screen and it's just like ps4 uh overheating oh wait turn it off right put now his ps4 in the drawer dude yeah there'd be no way for it to breathe but like it's open it wasn't even like oh you had it open yeah like okay well like not necessarily open but like behind it you had like a bunch of space yeah, but was it enclosed? What do you mean enclosed? Like, there was, was there any, like, was it, it was in a door that like was this? shut. Yeah. The, like, the, on this table, like, all three sides, it's shut. Yeah. But behind it, there's, like, half of it is, like, wide open. Oh, so there was an open access yeah. point. Okay, I didn't know if you had, like, a. And it wasn't even, like, glued to the wall or anything. It was, like, kind of like yours, your other stand over here. Yeah. For the TV. It's, like, you know, you kind of got some space. I didn't know if you had, like, a. Like a, oh, a like that? No, I no, thought, no. I thought you meant you just put the PlayStation in a drawer. I'm like, dude, no shit. No, I but, like, but <laughs> I could still close this. This, this, this would close. Yeah, but, but the back was open. Yeah, and it's yeah. not even like this. It's like a almost like a little door. It's more like a pull-out shelf yeah. rather than like an actual ki- like then, a cupboard. Yeah, and thing. then that shit started glowing red. Yeah, I was the like, yo, that can't. Yeah, I was like, that can't be right. You see, the PS5 apparently has a lot of issues, too, with overheating and supposedly making, like, I think the chip melt out or something like that if you yeah. stand it. Yeah, they were saying if you stand. That's so dumb, though, because it's like they designed it to be they, they signed it to be standing on the box. It's standing like, you know, if you look at a video on on Sony's page, it's standing. Well, all the advertisements it's standing mm-hmm. and it looks like trash when it's laying down. It looks like it looks that, so weird. That console does not look like it's made to be laid down. Mm-hmm. It looks weird. It looks perfect for it to be standing up. Well, it's all curved and shit on the sides, too. So it literally doesn't even look like... Because I remember when I first saw the PS5, I didn't even think you could lay it on its side. The first PS5? like the No, like when I first saw the oh. design of it, I was like... "Is it, like, No, is you it can because there's like a thing that comes it's with it. It's probably going to be like a tray thing. Yeah. Yeah, it comes with it so that like it could stand and it could be on the lay side. Down. But dumb as hell. Like, How do you keep your Xbox... I keep it standing like yours. Yeah. It makes me think now, though, like, is that going to be an issue? I don't think so, because they have this thing vented. Yeah, it on... was pretty well vented. Mine yesterday, holy crap, that shit was hot. Was it? Yeah, but it doesn't make any noise, so that's beautiful. It's a good console. Me and Bruno both got the Xbox Series S. S. It's a good investment. I'm still kicking myself in the ass for not buying an X, though, because the amount of money you got to spend on the accessories and shit to even make this console usable if you don't mm-hmm. play, like, one or two games, you might as well just get the X. I told you, Rug, on Kijiji. I, mm. I mean... I'll trade it in someday. Yeah, I didn't spend that much. 
I mean, but, but my, my deals were pretty freaking good, though. Yeah, you got all your shit on Kijiji. Yeah, I got, was... like, the thing was almost, like, 200 bucks. I got it for, like, 230 and then a 4 terabyte hard uh, drive. Hard drive. Like, that's insane. So that I didn't mind paying for that. That's what I mean, too. Even talking back to that, like, relating, like, 4 terabytes. What'd you pay for your 4 terabyte hard drive, dude? Maybe, maybe less than 80 bucks. 80 bucks. 4 terabytes back when, like, these old games we were talking about. Thousands of dollars. Didn't even exist. Oh, yeah, that's true. It wasn't even a thing. It would have been, but you're right. It would have been probably quite literally tens of thousands of dollars to buy a terabyte back in, like, the 90s. It's still expensive to put that in your computer. A terabyte? Oh, 100%. Because I feel, well, like I was saying, memories continue to get cheaper, but it also depends on the speed of the memory too so like oh, yeah. you look at something like the xbox series x it, like i think i said it only had 16 gigs of ram not to say only because 16 is really all you need but like a super super powerful pc i think a lot of times like you'll have like 32 to 64 mm-hmm. but if i look up here xbox series x ram the xbox series x ram uses D G D D R six SD RAM. So it's like a newer generation of RAM because I think I have DDR four or some shit in my computer, which is like probably 10 years old at this point, but it was top of the line back when I got it. So it's still really good, but that's what I mean. Like it's just continuously gotten cheaper. The external drives aren't as quick though as an internal drive. So that's why Mm. getting that drive that just plugs into the side with a usb is so much cheaper than if i was to go buy a memory card that actually gets put in yeah because it's a way faster piece of memory probably so now it's not so much i guess based off of the quantity of the memory that you're purchasing but it's more the the speed Mm -hmm. how do you feel about being put on creed I'm forgetting the words. I was I wanted to break out into it, dude, but I can't God. even I can't even remember them right now. Hey, yo. So we'll have them with the laptop right now. You gotta click. There true, you go. True. True. I'm six feet old. <laughs> Maybe not. I know I know you love our, our grunge so our grunge singing. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't know this, but you know now. Um me and Kel are very famous singers on the xbox uh game chat um Making me get tilted bro that was funny as fuck huh? last night what you guys <laughs> had me so tilted so me and frankie were playing halo rank and we're just sitting there and i'm like trying to focus i'll hear footsteps like walking up and then all of a sudden all i hear is yeah <laughs> and i'm like shut the fuck up dude i can't hear the footsteps and then i literally was i was talking to frankie i was like you want to go low key and he's like nah i'm chilling and ah, like, this guy's frankie taking... loves our singing but me and kel are just amazing singers it was kind of hot though i can't even lie and then i took a quick break i went out and smoked a little bit and then uh i played some creed and it put me in the mood and i came back and i was like i was i was feeling it when yeah. kel was hitting those notes i was feeling that Bro, shit kel in my just bones amazing kel kel is like a a, a voice actor at this point he should just be a voice actor. But no, these guys, these guys are on the grunge wave. But um, speaking putting of putting you on though, putting you on, putting me on. There was some good grunge music, but we, were, me and Bruno, were saying, dude, all of these guys sounded exactly the same. Mm-hmm. What was up with that grunge? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it, bro. What grunge was the trap of the '90s? Probably because that's what like everybody was listening to, dude. So everyone was making. I'm it. pretty sure every yeah everybody a lot of people were listening to it. As good as grunge is right 
like the big bands of the 90s are literally the grunge bands as big as grunge was was it what is this the wrong way to put was it hard to make you know what i mean because i feel they were basic hard to make because i feel like you listen to a nirvana song you listen to a creed song Mm-hmm. Super good, super talented people, but there it's almost it almost like in terms of relating it to modern rap music, where it mm-hmm. almost feels like everyone's doing the same thing. It almost felt like grunge had a couple key elements that you just had to put in to make a song. You had the couple Maybe, people yeah. that like initially made it what it was. I don't know much about the scene and the upcoming of it. I know that there was a couple bands that made it really pop off, mm-hmm. but at a certain point, it, I guess it. At least from the outside looking in now from somebody that's just starting to find out about it, it almost feels like, okay, there was a couple key elements. You get your distorted guitar, you get your drums, you get your... Your pedals. Yeah, voice, and <laughs> you get the you get the pedals. Guitar pedal, yeah. No, it's... it's, it's and, and you got a song. Maybe you got the same key elements, like how grunge sounds. Yeah. But it's... it's at least to me, it's not all the same. Even in within the song... Nothing is repetitive. Like, remember yeah. you were listening to a song and you were just like, yo, I feel like I've heard like three different songs in one. Yeah, that's true. Because it changes. And a, a lot of them had a bridge. A lot of those songs had bridges where it would completely switch up and then go right back into the chorus. And I don't know. It's like if you're playing a guitar, a drums, bass, I, I'm not going to say much about the singer because you just go on and sing. Yeah. But, um, even though that's not easy, uh, but like for the gu- guitar and the other instruments, it's it's very different. Like you gotta make something good, and it's gotta sound good, especially for that time. If it was repetitive, then it's probably not gonna be that great. Like it's gotta have something that changes it, like a, a different groove. So it it was uh I don't know. To me, it's not repetitive. Maybe it's the same sound, but that's I, grunge. Yeah, I don't mean repetitive. I mean more so like yeah, like there was the key elements of like they sounded very similar. The same way like. So basically what I was saying is I know that there was people that made the sound originally, but then I felt like it became a very thing that was a thing that was very easy to come and copy, I guess is Probably, the way that is, maybe, is yeah. what I'm trying to say, which is yeah. how modern rap music feels. If there was a couple people that kind of made this new sound and you could look at them as like the quote unquote pioneers. Well, rap's been like that for a while. Work. Oh, yeah. But like, you know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. can look back at like Young Thug, Future, Chief Keef. Guys around that era, like the early 2010s, that really made the sound what it is now. Yeah. But now everyone's just copying the shit. Yeah, it like, still sounds good. It's still, I still like it. But it's mm-hmm. just there was key elements to it, and people just came in and started doing their own thing with it, or not even their own thing. They just started using it. That's how grunge almost feels from the outside looking mm-hmm. in, just on a surface level aspect. I don't know entirely though, because it felt like it was a very big genre. Maybe that always happened though. Whenever there's Maybe. a really big genre, I feel like people just always try to capitalize off well, like, of it. Yeah, I was going to say classic rock, but every classic rock is different. However, uh, like my cousin was explaining to me something back in maybe the 70s. Yeah. Any kind of rock music, they had like a certain pedal and like the guitar sounded very similar, if not the same on every, every song, song of whoever made it. Right. Like, so you're saying I don't know, I'm not going to name any bands, but like, you know, all of those bands from there, they had like a very similar guitar sound. So. So every band had a similar guitar sound, or you mean like... Like they use the same pedal pretty much to make a, so, a specific sound. But like, so I guess the way that I'm trying to figure it out is you mean like two different bands had the same pedal, or you mean one band used the same pedal in all their songs? No, no, no. You get what I'm saying? A bunch of different bands used the same used the pedal. Same. Okay, yeah. that's what... Yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't know if you were saying... I won't say it's the exact same, but there's the sound, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Because it had like a crunchy sound to it and yes. all of that. So that was, I guess, the thing. Like, for example, 2016, when in trap music, the flutes were a big thing. Flutes did get big for a while, yeah. Yeah, and then like everybody was using a flute on every, on a song. But that's what always seems to happen with music is... Well, yeah, no, but I think, yeah. It even ties in with the, the gaming stuff of like mm-hmm. there's always a... If, if you have a really big industry, you have entertainment of any sort. You have gaming, you have music, you yeah. have movies. There's always usually a common theme. Like even with movies, it's like you look at it like superhero movies pop the yeah. fuck off in the last couple of years. You look at <laughs> like true. sometimes like there'd be times where horror movies are really popping off and everyone's throwing that out. Music, this one song will get really big. Everyone's trying to replicate the sound. And one game gets really big. Everyone's trying to duplicate mm-hmm. what's coming off of that. It just always seems to go like that whenever there, especially when there's industries that are very money driven. Obviously, all media and entertainment is money driven because, mm-hmm. yeah, um, it becomes profitable for people. No, that easily. that's pro- that's a big reason why. That's but a the, big reason. But then the issue is, is you'll have people that can come in and completely copy a sound, but they have a major label backing them, mm-hmm. or even with the video game, you have somebody that could come and rip your idea off completely but they might have a bigger company behind them. They could push it and they could take oh, yeah. it way farther than the person that actually came up with it. Oh yeah. Big facts. But, um, what, how, how did you feel about that nine inch nails album? So I did listen to it. Um, weird as hell. Came out 92 or 94. I, I, don't, I don't know. Around that time. It was one or the other. Okay. So yeah, it came out in 1994. So basically mm-hmm. my biggest thing that I took away from this album was, how does one? Well, first of all, that. Second of all, I can definitely see Trent Reznor's uh, fingerprints, inspiration <clears throat> all over Marilyn Manson's entire early career. Now that I've listened to this album, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to listen to some more Nine Inch Nails actually after listening to this because this album. Yeah, there, there's like a second downward spiral, not the deluxe. Like it's a, I think it's called like even lower or even it's like further down the spiral yeah, even, yeah further down the spiral yeah which is essentially the same my cousin was explaining to me that like the first three albums are very similar then the next three are completely different and then the next three was with uh that's when the new guy joined in is when things falling apart came out let me see because uh, no it idea. goes pretty hate yeah machine, i think those first four sorry. spiral further down mm-hmm quake yeah it's pretty much all <laughs> instrumental and then and then yeah then we go on to things falling apart still yeah those four are, are completely different music those four also and then the rest i'm pretty sure is all the new guy and it, and the all of those other ones that i was telling you yeah they're all just trent reznor all the older ones yeah so but dude i can definitely see his inspiration on the uh marilyn manson albums completely yeah just from the production to it almost felt like a lot of the music on this Downward Spiral album was Antichrist Superstar by Marilyn Manson has like a very similar vibe, but it's mm-hmm. almost more aggressive. Does that make yeah, sense? This, yeah, yeah, shit's aggressive as hell. Because Reznor's got like a, I haven't listened to all the albums, so I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. completely, but in this album, he's got a softer voice. He's not, he doesn't got a. In this album? Yeah. Oh, I mean, sure. That that's soft so, to you? Not so, <laughs> no, not not the not the music, but uh-huh. the, the voice. He's he's not like screamo. Yeah, I guess I think there's a little bit more screaming later, but like not screamo. 
But because I don't like that shit. <laughs> but no, no, it's very evident that it was like he had a huge inspiration. <laughs> Just everything from the the bases that they were using, they're very electronic. That was the thing with his music. Yeah. I found was the everything's pretty much electronic. It's all well. I think they called it industrial metal or industrial rock, didn't they? Yeah, something like that. And I think of a lot of it was just electronic production or it was natural instruments with a lot of effects put over top of them. But it sounded like a lot of the sounds that I was getting from Downward Spiral were probably even used in the Antichrist Superstar album mm. a lot of times too. Maybe the same pedals, the same effects. Um, yeah, the the big thing that like the cool story about that, I don't know if it's necessarily about the Downward Spiral. Definitely not. It's probably for mainly the first album. Yeah. But he worked out at a studio. And he made a deal with the studio, like, I don't know if it was 50-50 or if it was entirely just studio time, but he was like, okay, I'll, uh, I'll get paid like, uh, like 50% of, of, of my pay goes towards the studio time and the other 50 goes towards me. Okay. So he was doing that. So like while he was working, he was also working on his own stuff just on the side just yeah, while he was exactly okay. so he was like hours and hours in that studio probably wake up the next day and like he's still in the studio type of shit that's the thing too though is like even back in the day like we were at, we were talking about this before with music nowadays it's such a grind because everyone can do it but he worked at a studio even so that's back completely then, though, different even back then you look at the people that made it huge in the early 2000s and 90s those people were still no yeah that shit sleeping in the studio that's that was their whole life still mm -hmm. when you look at the come up by the way, when I first, I had, so I started the album I was listening to it in my car. <clears throat> I was halfway through the first song and I literally changed to a different song on my playlist because I thought my speakers were fucked. Oh. Because I'm sitting there, I'm like. Like you hear the. Well, not only that, but just like it didn't sound like there was bass to the track and it was just very like. <laughs> like yeah. just shit going on everywhere. I was like. I was yeah. like, this is an audible panic attack, dude, happening Pretty right much. before my eyes. I literally have this wrote down, like, audible panic attack, TBA. <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty much what the whole album is, is, is an audible panic attack. There was one time I was sleeping because I was listening to it on the road, like, in Brazil. Yeah. And, like, I was just sleeping, just chilling, and all of a sudden there's a song that it sounds like there's a, a big-ass, like, semi-truck. Okay. Like, going like towards you like almost like it's crashing into you i literally woke up like yo what the fuck is going on he's freaking the fuck out but um oh also because then uh i don't know if you know that halsey mm -hmm. actually did an album with nine inch nails recently oh like they helped her out or something they produced the entire thing oh, for okay. her and even then too it was like it was very obvious like listening to this album i was like okay this guy has like a very distinct set of like notes and vibes that he's able to create and it's like that very dark grungy feeling to it which i, not I don't even know not if it's grunge, grunge yeah. not grunge but it's grungy feeling oh, okay. like you get, like it's dirty uh -huh. grimy manson had the same vibe to it so that's what i was saying is resner had more of a it feels like manson combined with resner was like the ultimate potential of that music Probably. My opinion. Because mm -hmm. I love Manson's vocals. I love the production. But I think the two of them just going together was fucking amazing. Just because a lot of songs on this actually ended up sounding like they could have fit on Manson's earlier work. Like Piggy, the second song on there mm -hmm. too. I was listening to it. And the farther into it, it was getting, I was like, okay, this kind of sounds like something that would have fit right into that album. Same thing with the third track, Heresy. Um, but the first thing that came on, that came to my head when that came on, dude. Because I was like, dude, this is like, I feel like I'm in space, but it's edgy and it's sexy, dude. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, the, that whole album, is, it goes crazy, and then it ends with the most softest song. Hurt. Yeah. But you were saying you like Johnny Cash's version better, hey? No, um, 
No, I'm saying Johnny Cash's version is better. Like it, it, it became it's a better even song. bigger than than the original. Reznor even says that too, yeah, doesn't he? He said it like that song is like after he sung it, like that song was no longer his. He was just like, uh, that that's all his at this point. But and, and with this album too, it felt like it was a lot more focused on trying to put a concept together and like yeah, you were saying, very this, dark. the story of like this drug addict that's getting continuously more and more fucked up rather than it was trying to make catchy music. Mm-hmm. There's a couple songs on there that it's like, okay, this, yeah, this is going to the radio. This was made for getting plays, but a lot of it doesn't. I don't doesn't... know if any of that shit went to the radio. I guarantee some <laughs> of it did. It wasn't Maybe the, hurt, uh... if anything. What's the other song? No, 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 no. Is it? Closer was closer, not a radio song. I don't remember, but um, no, it just feels like it was very heavily focused on the concept, which was the same thing too with Antichrist, Superstar, Mechanical Animals, and Hollywood mm-hmm. Manson's first like three main commercial albums. But that was the thing too that I've that I miss about music is it's I don't feel like you get an album anymore where you get into it and it's no, you get a song, and it's 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 because of streaming, like nobody today listens to a full album, no. Like, it'll come out, they'll be like, I'm going to listen to, like, a f- the first 30 seconds, or they're going to s- snip, like, go through it. Yeah. Um, But that's pretty much it. Like, I even talked to my cousin about that. He's like, no, it's streaming. It's like, today, it's mainly like, oh, like, sometimes you don't even know the person. Like, you're on a playlist of yours, and then, like, a random song pops up. You're just like, oh, I like the song. You, yeah. you added. And Sometimes that's all you'll know of that artist. If not, you won't even know the artist, won't even know the name of the song. You might not even care to look into the artist at yeah, all Yeah, you more. just like that one song and that's you know, it. And it's so common now, I find, that you will find a song from an artist and it's like, okay, shit, I want to go listen to more of this artist's music. Nothing sounds like that song. Yeah. It was clearly evident that you set out to try to like... like I don't know if there's going to be a lot of one-hit wonders going on throughout the years because TikTok... There steadily but, has been though. You think yeah, since exactly. TikTok came out, what well, TikTok probably got big in like late 2019, right around when the pandemic started getting big. Yeah, and yeah, just with that, it spawned the one hit wonder kind of thing. Even with Instagram, Instagram was starting to kind of bring that into mm-hmm. just the whole modern internet streaming situation. Because yeah, it's all based off of just trying to get as much music out as you can. Because I think all it takes actually mm-hmm. is uh. 30 seconds of a song for it to count as a stream oh really so Mm -hmm. and then the thing is too you look at a lot of music songs have continuously gotten shorter that was another thing that i noticed about the downward spiral that one has a shitload of long song like seven minutes there's a lot of long songs on it because the actual the deluxe edition of this album is two hours the yeah the original is 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 hour and five minutes yeah it's only 14 songs though so yeah you're getting like five to seven minute songs and like they're all flowing into each other and shit but that's what i mean they were clearly just trying to get a concept across which you don't see anymore there's never stories with albums anymore yeah when you go into it it's literally just it's just music song 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 and no like i miss it a backstory or something it was always cool going through and out because you almost like by the time i was like on the third track of this i was like in i was in it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i was like i'm gonna keep listening to this Certain albums nowadays, you get to it. And like even with this album or Manson's older albums where you have the concepts, it still has something there kind of dragging, not dragging you through because that makes it sound like you don't want to be listening to it. Mm-hmm. It still has something that's kind of pulling you along the whole way to keep you in even when you get to the slower songs. For me, someone that doesn't, like I don't like slow music. But mm-hmm. when the album's conceptual, 
and there's an actual story trying to be told through the album, I find it a lot more interesting to listen to the slower songs or Mm -hmm. the harder to listen to tracks when there's an actual point to the song. Because I feel like nowadays, if you have a shitty song on an album, it's because the person didn't try. It's not because, or not shitty, but if even if you have the songs that aren't as catchy, it's because they didn't try as hard. Whereas a lot of these albums, it's like these songs were all can, like purposely picked. So I, whether or not you actually like the song, if you want to listen to the album front to back, that song might still be pertinent to actually listen to to get the entire full story of it. And mm-hmm. it still kind of fits into the theme. It doesn't feel like you just had a random fucking filler track thrown in there for the sake of just having a 20 tracks on your album. Mm-hmm. So I missed that. 100 percent um but i just nobody does concepts anymore i want to see more people start doing that just yeah, get back just, into telling stories yeah today in, a, in an album like you're just gonna get a bunch of different random songs different kind of vibes and everything like before it was like it's, especially with that one it's one whole vibe it is the whole thing it's one whole entire vibe and you get the occasional break where it was um well, the one where it goes like, doesn't it make you feel better? <laughs> yeah. It's so <laughs> random because it's like everything is hectic and then it just boom, just stops and it goes to that. I, by the way, I, the reason we were laughing is I showed to Bruno, I turned my notes and it literally says track four, March of the Pigs. And I'm like that mid-track piano with doesn't it make you feel better? I think that I'm happens like, three or four times in the album. Yeah, it continue. It, there was a couple times where it yeah. did that. And so I'm I like, thought that was even more, it made it more interesting because I was just like, yo, what? And those, He's I definitely telling a story, so... And those are the moments where it makes you wonder. It's like, okay, like this guy is going through some shit. But it's mm-hmm. like, as somebody that's gone through some shit, sometimes you have those weird moments where it's like everything's all good for like half a second. And then you're right back to like, fuck, 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 mm-hmm. fuck. The cool thing about that album, too, is they did the similar thing as Pink Floyd did with Dark Side of the Moon. Every song flows into it, to each other. That's another thing, too, though. Nobody does it. Cares or even thinks to do that anymore. And even, like... Metro Boomin amazing. did. Metro Boomin did, but he was a. Uh, but was he, it the whole album? Most of the album flowed together. Oh, okay. most of the album, most of his new Heroes and Villains album did flow together. But I feel like he's kind of he was on that wave of what I was talking about, where you're just putting out quantity, quantity, quantity. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, he was still putting out better music than anybody was. Mm-hmm. But when it came to that album, you could tell that he was definitely trying to go down the more producing side of things and making a cohesive work of art rather than just throwing a bunch of songs together for the sake of getting a bunch of streams mm-hmm. um that's what it is today i think it always is yeah. it, and i don't really honestly see that changing as sad no, as it is for a while i think it might I not even change i don't i don't know if it ever will yeah to be honest like a you. whole different like we're in a new generation world bro we're in a new generation. You look at TikTok, like we were talking at the beginning of the episode, where mm-hmm. you got one minute videos. Everybody's attention span is getting shorter and shorter with it. I don't know how. You're we're it's a whole different thing, but it's almost like if you're you gotta think, if you're sitting there, just scroll one minute video, scroll one minute video. Your brain's not really thinking, okay, I'm getting invested in something because it's a minute mm-hmm. tops. But then you're sitting there and you've watched fucking a hundred videos and you're oh i've been here for two hours you don't even realize that's true but so the attention spans get all fucked up because we're constantly just going through one thing to the next to the next to the next to the next we're constantly exposed to so many different things and then it music has even evolved into that as well yeah um (laughs) like i i just don't see it changing but it'd be cool if they did i don't know how it would change though I don't, because like Spotify is literally like probably one of the greatest things to ever happen. 
Oh yeah. Like you literally pick a song, any song you can possibly think of, boom, right there in your fingertips and starts almost instantly. Um and like I don't know, you just have everything. Saves you a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. You don't have to buy uh an album that's twenty dollars whenever it comes out. Well, and you on think top of you that, pay sixteen bucks a month for Spotify for a family account? Yeah, for family account. That's a month. If you go back to like the two thousands, if you're into music, you're buying more than one album a month. There's mm-hmm. no way you aren't. Definitely. So you're spending at least I don't know, album probably back in the two thousands was probably twelve bucks, like in terms of inflation and shit Maybe. now. So it's like by the time the end of the month comes up, you probably spent thirty something bucks on a couple CDs. And on top of that, uh, with Spotify, you have any kind of music, any artist you can possibly think of. Anything. You don't even, anywhere. You don't have to worry about going out and buying an album and thinking, okay, what if I only like two songs mm-hmm. off of this, you know? Um, which that was because speaking too of like singles are a big thing nowadays and there's a lot of fillers. I've noticed too as much as like I know it's completely different than Nine Inch Nails, but I love Britney Spears too. But you go back yeah. to her older album, she's a pop artist. Oh my God. Those were albums where there was a clear difference between the singles Mm -hmm. and the album tracks because it was still pop music back then. And a lot of it, I still believe, was mainly focused around trying to sell big numbers off of pop was always that. I'm pretty sure it still is. Oh, exactly. But that's what I mean. Those albums were like kind of the first stepping stone towards what we have now where everything's just based around like the singles and getting big radio plays and numbers. Because, yeah, you got Baby One More Time. You had Crazy on her first album. Like, all all those songs. You go listen to the rest of the album. It's like, it feels like they just kept trying to remake the same songs over and over and over again. And it's like, okay, you guys were just hoping to get another hit. Pretty much. Um, Her next couple albums were that way, too. So, yeah, no, I think pop, like you said, was kind of always... It's always a money grab, but, I mean, there's good music. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Whenever you get great music out of it. But, yeah, nah, um... Nah, bro, even the music that I was listening in Brazil, like Brazilian music itself, oh, everything is it's so different. Bro. Y'all got more of a feel to it, though. Oh, yeah, but there's different types of music because the country's so big. Like like with rap, you got Atlanta rap, you got New York rap, you got Chicago rap, right? There's different like subgenres. Yeah, but that's just rap. Yes. In Brazil, you got completely different genres of music. And then you got in, different in subgenres. Different, uh, Maybe you got different. Yeah, you probably got, you definitely got different subgenres. I'm not going to get into that just because I don't know no, any sub-genres sub like that. But you got all sorts of different genres because different states are completely different from each other there. Like, completely different. So you go to the north, you got, like, depending from where it is, like, Bahia, you got, like, like samba shit like that. Yeah. Which is, like, very much, like, dance music from, like, okay. the, the our, what we call Carnaval, which is, like, uh, the... Carabana we have here in Toronto. Yeah. It's similar to that, but like 10 times bigger. You can't even compare it of yeah. how big it is. Uh, and it's a whole thing around the whole like, country. But but the thing is, it's probably like the music to listen to down there. In that state, maybe. Because like when um, you mentioned Carabana, it's like that's more of a scene up here. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's a niche kind of thing, I yeah. guess. But then out there, you're saying like that is the music that they no, listen it, to in that area. In that state, maybe, but like not maybe not even that i'm just saying because they have like a bunch of genres everywhere like you have your rock also you have like your alternative and shit like that um it's would be a different name i don't know the names but but the music is completely different everywhere completely different everywhere you go it's it's pretty great 
pretty busy. It's nice having a variety <laughs> of those kind of things too as well because I feel like you go around here, you're hearing the same thing. You're always hearing top 40 radio tracks. Yeah, it's pop and rap here. I'm hearing pop and rap. Oh, shit. Rock isn't even big anymore. No, rock's not big. And if it is, it's not good in my opinion. <laughs> I can't think of the last time that I've really like gone out or gone on online you know what i mean and i've really seen like on tiktok instagram a rock song fucking popping off you know what the i think only... like, you see some shit rock songs like this mm. everyone's trying to get back on punk rock yeah i know that's it's how not it working that's how it feels but it doesn't even feel like new it feels like, like you guys literally stuff. went back and took blink 182 and just made it high def and now that's what you're yeah. releasing <laughs> not uh the only good band i like of like modern rock would be greta van vliet van fleet they got yeah. an old school ass sound. Yeah, they sound key. like, but that's the thing. They He's sound got a like, good voice. Yeah, he sounds like, they sound like uh, Led Zeppelin. So it's, I guess you could still say like, oh, you're kind of making yourself sound like classic rock. Yeah. But they did it good. But a lot of those things too, is though a lot of those classic rock bands, like I think ACDC, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Um, Who else? Metallica. You would probably mm-hmm. be able to name Queen. more than me. Queen. Those guys all have such distinct voices. Completely different. You know kinds, what I mean? But yeah, they do have different voices. But... Like, I think it, too, it can't, comes down to, like, oversaturation. Everyone and their mom sings now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you get a lot of very generic-sounding voices. Because I personally believe anybody can sing. Mm-hmm. Not good, necessarily. But, like, if you t- if anyone could go take vocal training lessons. Too. Yeah, that, not, too. Not anyone, but you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. 99% of people can go take vocal training lessons and be a half-decent singer, especially with modern programming and all this other stuff. You got to go back to those guys in the 80s and the 90s, 70s, all that other stuff before this became huge with all the audio editing. Mm-hmm. Extremely unique voices. Full of like soul, full yeah. of feeling. They could hit different tones and all this other stuff. It didn't feel monotone. It didn't feel digital. Mm-hmm. It felt real. <clears throat> yeah, it felt very real back then, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like everything now, it's you can still tell when a lot of stuff is super processed nowadays because there's not as much movement in the music I find either. Like, in ter- yeah, like I don't mean in terms of the pacing, but like just if you actually go listen to music, like if you really sit down and analyze, like yeah, the beats getting, are all pretty similar. Like I mean, like the beat of like the like the drums and shit like that. Like, and, and it doesn't feel as bouncy the way that mm-hmm. stuff is mixed now. I like I legitimately think that the way that they master stuff now, they make everything louder, so there's not as much of a difference between the um, the highs and the lows. You know what I mean? So everything almost blends together. Bro, my opinion, the last good pop album or even good pop music, in my opinion, was Calvin Harris's Funk Volume 1. That was like 2016 or 15. I think that was, yeah, around 2014 to 16, around that Bro, the year. whole album was good. All pr- Pretty much almost all of them were, were, were like top songs and shit like that and all completely different. But I feel like Calvin Harris is kind of an exception to that kind of stuff too, though, because he almost felt like a pioneer to a lot of those sounds that were coming out too. Because then even after he put that album out, I still feel like then the music industry kind of started to follow what he did to go into the more of the funk route. Yeah, but they didn't way. do it right. Nobody did it right. I don't know how they didn't do it. Not even Pharrell Williams did it right. But it's even, <laughs> it's still even been continuing to go. Like you think we're going back to older sounds. You look at the weekend. The weekend went back on his '80s shit. Dua Lipa went on her '80s mm-hmm. shit. Tory Lanez went on his '80s shit. Yeah, that's true. Everyone went back to the older stuff, and everybody seemed to love it too. You look at TikTok, that Stranger Things song, whatever it was, the yeah, I, I, that blew up. 
Yeah, that Blue Evans an '80s song too. You got all this shit blowing up. Like it just shows that all this old music had so much more to it, and it wasn't just like. Yeah, and that's the crazy thing because I don't. I I personally do not think that the music that we listen to today will come back the way the '80s and '90s and '70s and '60s music. One hundred percent. It already isn't. Yeah, like because for us it's like okay, new song comes out. If it's a new song. The next three days, it's dead. If it's a new album, the next week, maybe if you're that famous, maybe the next month. But for the most part, next week, it's done. You get the occasional person that has like a crazy rain, but like it comes down to like you have maybe a handful of like 10, 15 artists that can drop an album and they're going to stay in the top charts for ages. Either that or you just get the viral hits. Like the only people I think that will stay... I mean, I, I think The weekend's going to stay for a long time. The weekend's already been around. Yeah. When did he come up? He's already been out like for 2014, almost 10 years, dude. No, actually before that, probably. Like, you look at people like that, Drake, Bieber, all those, those guys have already been out for a decade, though. Mm-hmm. Like, these guys aren't even new anymore. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. But I think, like, uh, like Drake, maybe his older stuff will last a little bit. I don't know, just because people don't even listen to the old stuff anymore. People think it's cringe or weird to listen to the old older music that's your opinion i guess but um like for for at least for me like the weekend and stuff like that that that's gonna last for a long time bro all of his almost all of his music is gonna last for a long but he long also kind of made his own sound too yeah he um, which is good he did his own thing but like for example like think of like how we were talking about the red hot chili peppers yeah they're 60 bro but still making good music at least if you're a fan and 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 you know them and like you just go listen like today we have spotify you can just go like they released two albums in one year yeah sounds amazing if not almost the same as an album that came out like maybe 10 years ago not as good be just because like the music is different but the songs are still amazing yeah like it's not gonna be a classic i don't think but i think it'd be hard to yeah today to it's top gonna be, their yeah. older stuff exactly. oh yeah no exactly um but it's it's insane like how and they're still they still last but even chili peppers like you, we were talking about them too their bass is so distinct the a lot of mm-hmm. these people that well, f- ended up having food. longevity to their careers the weekend all these other people they kind of brought something new to the table or something that wasn't it, it might have mm-hmm. not been new period because i don't know you could look at somebody like the weekend he sounds a lot like michael jackson his voice maybe you know yeah I mean? like yeah a little bit he brought that vibe a little bit Mm -hmm. with some of his songs when he got i can't feel my face when he's putting out the more funky stuff he's got that michael jackson vibe to him Mm -hmm. but nobody like so that's what i mean he wasn't doing something new on that front but nobody else was able to do it so he came back and was doing it better than anybody else so you either get the case where somebody comes back and brings something back full force and they're doing it just as good as the old people were or you get somebody comes up and just does something completely new Mm -hmm. but it works but not very often do you see that nowadays because, once again, it's all chasing the hit. You're trying to chase vi- viral, viralness, virality. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Viral, vi- vi- viralness. Viagra. Vi- yeah. Viagra Cialis. <laughs> Get that Blue Chew, babe. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> Blue Chew sponsor the, sponsor? sponsor the boys real quick. Thanks. We don't know many people that would need it yet, but maybe in 10 years when we blow maybe it up. you need it, whoever's listening right now. We'll be your next biggest customer. <laughs> we, we're going to be the customer? No. Well, I mean, maybe in 10 years. Why would we be the customer for giving it out? I don't know, dude. You they vague. would be the customers. So, like, you'll probably get ED by the time you're like 32. But I'd be getting it for free. 
I think. Because <laughs> I'm being sponsored by somebody. Yeah, we're still technically customers, though. Are we? No, because we haven't bought it. Dumbass. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking off into the distance right now, trying to think of what the word is. <clears throat> we're endorsed. Endorsed? Uh-huh. I don't fucking know. True. All right. Just get us that blue two. Onwards. Get us the onwards. <laughs> get us that blue two. Um, no, but definitely music. Just everything in general. I think mm-hmm. industries have definitely changed a whole lot. Music? Music, gaming. Honestly, so many things, bro. TV shows. Yeah. How everything is like so much like softer or like... A, it's, yeah, it's soft. Like I was listening... I was watching... I've, I've I always watched this uh that 70s show and they came out with like a spin-off that 90s show. That's out now? Yeah. It's not as good, but I just watched it to be like, "Okay, like let's see because the old characters appear sometimes, right?" Um even then it's like uh it's not the same. Like it's it's just not the same. I feel like too often now people are trying to chase a fire that already went out too long yeah. ago. Yeah, but it, then again, I guess it goes back to that thing that we were talking about. It, everybody's trying to do the same thing. Yeah. So there, it's like a, a cycle. Like, okay, this was good for a few years. Like, watch. And maybe the next five to ten years, who knows, there's going to be another office. You never know. You even look at fashion, too, though. They're always going through this whole thing of just recycling old stuff that was big before baggy mm-hmm. clothes and, like, weird patterns got big again. It felt like the yeah. 70s and fucking 80s again for a little bit there. No, the baggy clothes? Not ba- but the baggy clothes, all the weird patterns, the bright oh, okay. shit people yeah. are wearing. It feels like we kind of went back to the 80s, yeah. 90s kind of thing again. People just got all weird and funky again. Not in a bad way, but it just, you know what I mean? It feels like in the same thing, we went back to 80s music. People are just always chasing the same thing. Games are remastering constantly. TV mm-hmm. shows are always doing spinoffs of old TV shows. They did Friends Reunion. They did that 90s show. They did Fuller House. Fuller House. That was some ass. Yeah. That was some Ass. All of these spinoffs are are, are 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 not that good. They're not good at all. No, honestly. because it's very hard. Like they did the. I mean that this is more newer, but like the Breaking Bad movie. Okay. Bro, trash. Was it? It was so trash. Like I I watched it one time. I watched it when it came out, obviously, because I had watched the show, and then, I got into the show again and I started watching it. And then I was like, oh fuck it. Whenever I finish it, I'll watch the movie and like see if it makes more sense. It's still trash. Yeah. <laughs> when did it even come out? I didn't even, like, I heard it came about out it. like 2017, 2018, something that long ago. ago. Yeah, it was pretty what? long ago. What the fuck? It was, uh, it was not, it was not good. And they didn't good. have any of, these, any of the same actors or nothing in it, did they? It did. It, it had uh, Jesse Pinkman. It had him? Yeah, it had his friends. It just didn't have Walter White because I'm pretty sure he's dead. Whoa, spoiler. <laughs> spoiler for a fucking 10 year old show dude we're canceled uh, but yeah he yeah it didn't have him because yeah he's dead you know who it did have though mm. him oh himothy himothy <laughs> i'm sitting next to him <laughs> but um yeah that's pretty much it yes sir yeah so i think that's our main takeaway dude is everything's fucking recycled shit now yeah everything's pretty bland Basically, this is a message to everyone to get your shit together and start creative. Yeah, exactly. Get more ideas, dude. We need we need people out there. We need ideas. So shoot us an email at (laughs) bradybruno at gmail.com and give us some topic ideas, guys. Be creative and give us our ideas that we need to come up with. (laughs) Bro, we're like 
because that's our job to be creative. <laughs> Dude, we're like a boss. Who? Us. Big balls. We're the bosses. No, 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 but give us some, give us some topics, dude. Yeah, it just helps. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, don't forget to check out, uh, the TikTok because that's new. Hey, yo. Yes, sir. Check out the TikTok. We'll be posting some clippies up on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know where to find us now, hopefully at this point, but just for the new people, you can find us at, uh, two B's in a pod. T W O B S I N N A P O D. Uh, that's on TikTok. That's on Instagram yep, and yep. anywhere else you want to find us. Mm-hmm. You can find me at Brady Rowe, R X W E, on Instagram. Yeah, and then you can find me at uh, Bruno, B R U N N O, dot zero one on Instagram also. And uh, to make it easier for all, for y'all, you can always just hit the link tree. And then you can see everything there. <laughs> Link is beautiful. You can see the Spotify, you see the Apple Podcast, you see the YouTube. Yeah, even in our page, like you can see like a bunch of the. What's that thing called? Anyways, it's saved there. Little, highlights. Yeah, the highlights, and you can just press on those, and you can get the link for whatever platform you want to be listening to us on. Fucking right, dude. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a good, it was a good time. It was, uh, I'm glad to have you back, dude. Thank you. It's thank nice you. being back in person. Thank Hello, you guys people. for all. Bye, people. <laughs> tuning in next week. We uh, we're planning on getting Helen Keller on here. Oh my god, yeah, about to get Kellen this shit. And uh, it's supposed to be my birthday on Sunday, so <laughs> we might get a little <laughs> fucked up and rowdy on the probably on the probably. podcast. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. We'll see how it goes. We'll plot some ideas. But yeah, next one we're. We're going for the funnies. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to make you guys pee yourselves. Hopefully. Maybe. Y'all are not ready know. for Kel. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying. We should got, we got to put a disclaimer at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Make sure you have a diaper with you. <laughs> Extra pair of underwear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some tissue paper to dap yourself up a little bit, you know. Um. Whatever you might need. Prepared for two Bs. Mm-hmm. Don't forget your water. Okay, ladies and gents. But yeah, thanks again for listening. And uh, that's it. We'll see you again next Wednesday. Peace. Peace. Two Bs.